0: they're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino's home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Well, it's that time of the week again. Uh, you're tuning into the Ghost Goons. Thanks for listening. This is James here.
1: And this is Adam.
0: And uh, I hear you've got another interesting horror fact today?
1: Well, it's not really interesting. It's more just a horror fact. But uh, <laughs> this day in 1982, Halloween 3 was released into theaters.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: And it's really getting to be that time, of the, that time of the year again, isn't it?
0: Oh, yeah. We've got next week we're doing Halloween. And then, what, Saturday's Halloween?
1: Oh, yeah. Is yeah. it Saturday or Friday? I think I it's, I'm pretty
0: sure it's Saturday.
1: Oh yeah, I, this is honestly one of my favorite times of the year. I oh, love yeah. the fall season.
0: It, not only because it's Halloween, but it's just gorgeous in upstate New York.
1: Oh yeah, especially I'm I'm way up north in uh, almost Canada, and we got some great colors in the leaves up here.
0: Yeah. That. <laughs> speaking of colored in the leaves, um, this is a, this is a good segue into the movie we're reviewing, um, The Sixth Sense. Before we really get into it, yeah. Before we before we get into it, there's just a little. A little blooper that I that I picked up on in the movie um, that that relates to colors in the leaves. The it's it's kind (laughs) of
1: wondering where you were going with that.
0: No, it's kind of weird actually. I don't know why I picked up on this, but it's like I think it's supposed to be fall in the movie because there's like leaves everywhere, like brown leaves everywhere on the ground, like a substantial amount. And then when you look at the trees, all the trees are like beautiful green trees. So it's like, really? Yeah, it's it's just weird. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why I picked up on it. It's like, the, that's the,
1: funny. I'll have to pay attention to that next
0: time. The trees look like they're spring, just sprouting, and then the ground is dead leaves everywhere. <laughs>
1: there's just so many leaves piled up in the gutter. Yeah, that's I don't. Funny.
0: I don't know why I picked up on it, but I did. But anyway, um, so yeah, we are doing the Sixth Sense this week.
1: Great movie. Let me just start off by saying that.
0: Yeah, and that was actually your first time seeing it, right? I've seen it one time before. Yeah,
1: it was. Yeah, and for those of you who haven't seen The Sixth Sense, if you plan on watching it, don't listen to this episode because there's some big spoilers.
0: Yeah, this <laughs> this movie, you can't appreciate it anywhere near as well as you would be able to if you haven't had spoilers because if you have had spoilers, I mean, don't you don't want spoilers for this. This is one of those movies where it ruins it.
1: Exactly, so warning, turn off your computers
0: now if you have not seen the six cents. Do it throw I, it out the window. Were, were, were you taught in elementary school if like if you were on the computer and like a pornographic image came up or something to just shut it off and raise your hand? No. Ever... <laughs> the, high school, you? yeah, the High school I went to in like the computer lab, like <laughs> we had like a code and there was like a things if like certain stuff came up on the computer what you had to do. <laughs>
1: It's <laughs> like so, an emergency fire like, <laughs> drill
0: for, for pornographic images coming up on yeah, your computer. Or like swear words okay. or something. So do that, everybody. If swear everybody. words showed up on your computer, you had to shut down your computer. <laughs> we, we had to turn off Shot the monitor of the and, and raise our hand. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, so do that if you haven't seen the movie.
1: What? No, don't ever do that.
0: What do you, if you haven't seen this movie, turn off your computer.
1: And raise your hand. <laughs>
0: raise your hand, and someone will come to help you. <laughs> all
1: right. Well, all joking aside, don't do that. Yeah. But this was a great movie, and I'm going to let you start off, because it's so great I don't even know where to begin.
0: All right. Well, I mean, I'll start out with the facts about it, I guess. Um, all right. Just so there's no arguing in the beginning. Uh, it was directed by M. Night Shyamalan. Uh, I got that right that time, yeah, it's about time. <laughs> uh he also wrote it too and Bruce Willis actually now I have not seen Bruce Willis in any movies, but I have seen him in Friends he uh, he had he had like he was in probably like five episodes or something in Friends. he was I don't know if you've ever watched Friends.
1: I was gonna say I have watched Friends, but I don't know if I remember Bruce Willis in it. I don't. Yeah. I don't watch it religiously.
0: Yeah, he he is when Ross Ross is dating like a college girl, and he is her dad. And oh, then okay, that makes sense. And then Rachel ends up dating him, but then what he the heck? yeah, then he ends up being like a big crybaby, so she dumps him.
1: <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that's Bruce Willis's uh, career in a nutshell. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, it fits his character pretty well in this movie, I guess. He does cry a lot.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, almost once.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, No, actually, I I really thought he did a really good job in in, um, The Sixth Sense.
1: Yeah, I thought he was great. So, anyway, so basically the whole premise of this movie is there's this boy who clearly has some sort uh, sort of psychological problems or something different different psychologically going on in his head Mm -hmm. and uh he's been sent to to numerous doctors who can't really figure out what it is they can't pinpoint the problem really until uh until he meets bruce willis as dr malcolm crow
0: yep very well put i
1: was gonna let you take it
0: (laughs) okay i wasn't sure if you wanted me to take it from there um so i I, yeah i guess we'll start from the beginning of the movie then seems logical Um, yeah, you know, going going chronological order here. And actually, speaking of that, another little fun fact: the movie was actually filmed in order. Was it? Yeah, that's
1: very interesting. Yeah, actually. not a lot of
0: movies do that, but it was filmed in sequential order.
1: I was going to say we were we were taught in my in my class not to do that. We were supposed to shoot by location, get all our shots for one location all at once.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's. I mean. That's that's kind of true. I, they did go to a bunch of different locations, but it was shot in sequence, which is
1: yeah. that's it's wild. It seems a little uh, a little unnecessary, almost. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. That well, now it's, that
1: it's I, an interesting fact.
0: Yeah, now that I think about it, though, like they're in the church and then in the house and then in the church and in the house. That is kind of repetitive. They could have just shot everything. No, exactly.
1: That's just a lot of unnecessary traveling at that point.
0: Yeah. Whatever. There's there's probably a reason. Yeah, maybe. So, okay. Maybe
1: that's how Shyamalan likes to do do this stuff.
0: Yeah, maybe. So we'll start right at the beginning then. Um, And the beginning, which starts out with uh, Bruce Willis' character, Malcolm, Dr. Malcolm, um, celebrating his award he got from the town for being such a good doctor. And he's pretty drunk. As well as his wife... What was his wife's name? Do you remember? Yeah,
1: uh, well, I think it was Anna, wasn't it? Yeah, I,
0: I couldn't remember if it was Anna. I'm looking at the list right here, and I didn't know which one it was. <laughs> I um, think it's Anna. All right, so it was Anna. Almost positive. I wasn't really paying attention to her that much. I didn't like her in the movie, but that's okay.
1: That's all right. Well, she's kind of a background character.
0: Yeah, no, she was. Uh, So, okay, so he's with Anna, and they're... Just celebrating, I guess. And then this, this actually, this is arguably the creepiest part of the movie for me.
1: I thought this was the scariest part of the movie. Yeah,
0: when the insane guy breaks into their house and is just standing in the bathroom, crying, twitching, and just saying really creepy stuff to them.
1: Yeah, honestly, and I thought it was going to be something paranormal at that point, almost. Yeah. I almost like, you... it. I, yeah, I almost liked it better that it wasn't, though. I thought it was very, very creepy. What'd you... The, the, whole, the whole beginning, pretty much the whole movie was super realistic, I thought.
0: Yeah. Wait, I just... I want to go off what you just said. What did you... When you say you thought it was going to be something paranormal, what do you mean by that? What'd you think?
1: I don't even know. The sixth sense, I sort of figured that the whole movie would kind of be about, like, ghosts. Yeah. And I thought that that... I didn't realize that that was, like, setting up the, the premise for basically the whole movie. I thought it was kind of just, like, an intro scene.
0: Oh, I see. You didn't. Okay. That. Yeah, that makes sense. You thought that. Yeah. You thought that there were gonna be like, there were gonna be ghosts there, opposed to it setting up for exactly. there being I know, ghosts. Honestly,
1: I didn't think that the story was gonna be nearly as good as it was. So. Yeah.
0: I. Well. Yeah. It's hard to overestimate the movie.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it
0: really is. It's that good.
1: Yeah. It's so good. But anyway, so so the the uh, the insane guy broke into into their uh, their house. And then uh, it, it, it turns out that it was it was one of Dr. Malcolm's old patients who was uh, clearly going, going decently crazy. Yep. And uh, and he did, And he, he, he first thing he did was he got into his apartment, took off all his clothes, went into the bathroom, stripped naked, and put his gun on the counter.
0: And then. And uh, that is when we, as well as Malcolm and his wife, find him in the bathroom. And he's like I said he's just shaking. He's he's in his underwear, shaking there, just crying and then he starts saying a bunch of just stuff that's just I don't even remember what it was honestly. It was just saying stuff about how he knows why you're afraid of the dark.
1: He knows why he's, why you're like you're afraid to be alone or by yourself.
0: All that weird stuff. And you later stuff. hear
1: hear the accounts, but uh but anyway, he said uh, He said that Dr. Malcolm couldn't save him or whatever and then ended up shooting Doctor Malcolm and then committing suicide. So that was a decent opening scene. That was a pretty heavy opening scene. Exactly. It
0: it jumps right into the action. That's what I was gonna Yeah, exactly. I
1: love when movies jump right in like that.
0: Yeah, it really it does a really good job of just catching your attention. Yeah. And then I mean, if you're listening to this, you do know the spoiler ending, so I'm not spoiling anything. Um, Obviously, Malcolm ends up dying from that.
1: Yeah, how often do you get someone dying in the... The main character in the whole movie (laughs) dying in the first...
0: (laughs) That's a good point. That's a good point. The main character dies in the first three minutes of the movie.
1: And he is still the main character for the whole (laughs) two-hour-long movie.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You know... I'll tell you, you haven't done this, but watching the movie a second time, you just catch so many more things. It's crazy.
1: Yeah, I definitely will watch this movie a second time. Yeah, okay. But let's, let's, keep, let's, keep, let's keep continuing the summary so, yeah. so we don't get too off track, in, at least for a couple minutes. Yeah. Um, but um, anyway, so after that, Dr. Malcolm meets this boy, uh, I'm going to forget his name again. It's Cole. Cole. Yeah, I don't know how I forgot that. Anyway, and Cole, as we learned, can see dead people. And obviously, uh Dr. Malcolm doesn't really believe him and almost instantly wants to give up on this child, thinking that he might need medication and may even need to be hospitalized.
0: And in the in the but, uh, in the um like subplot of that, they think that his mom might be beating him. Um, oh, his, yeah, his because mom's Cole, kinda...
1: Cole always Always, uh, always has these scratches that either look like self harm marks or bruises or possibly defense marks.
0: Yeah, there's just there are all these little subplots, and then also uh, Malcolm obviously he doesn't know he's dead, so he thinks that his wife is cheating on him when in actuality she misses him extremely because he's dead. Yes, and that's why she's anyway, sad.
1: I think. Wh- Oh go ahead, you had something to say.
0: No I just, that's why she that's why she's taking antidepressants and she's depressed and she's like the way oh, she yeah.
1: is. Absolutely. but um, but anyway, I wanted to say I think the first reason why uh, why Malcolm cares so much about about Cole is because he reminds him so much of the patient that shot him because it keeps coming back to saying that the uh, Vincent Vincent who was uh, who was the one who shot Malcolm, he said, They call me a freak and all that sort of stuff, and then I feel like just the word "freak" keeps coming up in Cole's life over and over again.
0: You know, that's actually a good point. I didn't pick up on that. And really, um, similarly with that. uh, Obviously, Cole. And what did you say the other the guy's name was? Frank? Vincent. Vincent. I don't know why. Not Frank. (laughs) I don't know why the heck I thought Frank. Anyway, um, Cole. Cole and Vincent. Had you find out at the end that they both could see dead people, so they really were, like the same. They were the yeah. No, they
1: they really were were kind of the same person, just at very different time
0: zones. Yeah. Okay, you can go on with that. I just wanted to point that. out.
1: Uh, that was that was all I had to say on that. For the most part, is that uh, that's why I believe that uh, that uh, Doctor Malcolm took such a, took such an interest in Cole.
0: Yeah, because no. I
1: feel like Doctor Malcolm genuinely very cared very much about Cole and Cole's well being, like from when he first met him. He just wanted to help him.
0: Yeah, it's and that's a good point because the real question is: there's a lot of blurred lines in the movie, and I know they do it for the spoiler, the, for the um, big twist at the end. But like, a lot, there are a lot of things. Like, how did he? How did Malcolm meet Cole?
1: Yeah, no, I I was there there's a lot of things I was thinking about. Like how did Malcolm meet Cole? Like what why why was I one thing is that, that I noticed is that Cole spent a lot of time by himself, away from his mother.
0: Yeah, no, that's true actually, you're right. His mom didn't really and what she didn't
1: really seem to care because I feel like most of the movie took place as Cole spending time with Doctor Malcolm. And you know, out and about doing things.
0: That brings up the other point of there towards the, I guess it's the middle of the movie, she starts to think that the other boys are beating Cole. And she still leaves him alone all the time.
1: Yeah. They thought that, I think she ended up thinking that after they locked him in the closet at the birthday party.
0: Yeah. 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 That was a creepy scene, by the way. They did kind of beat him up. (laughs) Yeah. Well, they didn't physically.
1: Yeah, exactly. They just locked him in there. Yeah, that's when the mom starts to really worry about Cole. Though It's yeah. when uh, Cole a, Cole Cole was kind of like he was a quiet kid, and at school he never really spoke out much. And then when he got invited to his birthday party, because this one kid's dad made him invite everyone from his class, mm-hmm. uh, these two kids gang up on Cole and lock him in a in a cellar not cellar door, an attic door, right? And that can't be can't really be unlocked.
0: Yeah, it's the attic, and well, it was weird. It like locked. And we don't know, we don't really know why. And then they couldn't unlock it, and then suddenly it was unlocked.
1: Yeah, we don't, as soon as Cole stopped, stopped thrashing around, did Cole knock mm-hmm. himself unconscious? Yeah, now I was gonna ask. You I, that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure but he, he did. He just sort of stopped abruptly. Yeah. And then I, his mom kind of carried him out.
0: I think he did. I think that's what happened. All right. There. But it's, it was just kind of, it was kind of weird. I was, the guys I was watching it with, they're all like, they're like, no one. Like, all the adults were just standing there looking. No one was trying to help the mom get him out.
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And I don't know why the two kids were kind of just standing there once they clearly figured out that something was wrong. Because people don't start screaming and hyperventilating just from being locked in a closet.
0: (laughs) It was just weird. Like, everyone just stood there and looked. No one offered help. And the
1: mom tried to, like, pry the door open and couldn't.
0: (laughs) I don't care how much I dislike someone or think someone's weird. I'm not going to let them kill themselves in a closet.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> it, was, it was weird. Anyway, we're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be right back.
1: All right, we're back here talking about talking uh, about of talking about the sixth sense. Where uh, I like think we were basically just up to the part where uh, where Doctor Malcolm, Doctor did, Malcolm didn't really believe that Cole saw dead people when Cole t- told him that he was sort of he was very skeptical about the the whole ordeal, and yep. until he was going through some of his old records and his old client, Vincent, who actually ended up shooting him, he took out those tapes and replayed them. And once he finally listened to them, he thought he heard voices in the background. So he turned up the volume on the, on the recording. And he did in fact hear people speaking in Spanish that said something along the lines of no God, don't let me die. I don't want to die. And that's when he started to really believe Cole about about the whole he can see dead people because he thinks that that's probably what Vincent was seeing too, which yeah, is why Vincent went insane.
0: Yeah, he kind of it's like that scene where you're like jinkies, or at least you think you are in the movie, exactly. but then yeah, you're I was not. Like, oh wow! Finally, he believes Cole. <laughs> yeah, you think all the pieces are put together, but then you realize that they're not even the right pieces.
1: You just took them out of the box, and yeah. they weren't. And it was like it was hot com- dogs instead <laughs> of puzzle pieces. <laughs>
0: it wasn't the right pieces to the puzzle, but yeah, um, exactly. yeah, that was that was like the big. I guess that was the, for lack of a better term, climax in the plot. When he—that's like, what I was
1: going to say. It kind of is the climax until you realize that it's not actually. I, I feel think the like, climax of this movie isn't really right till the very end.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. But it's the climax. You think it's the climax. Yeah. Before the crazy. Climax. Anyway,
1: that brings that brings me to uh, to what I was gonna say is that we that, that's a very interesting phenomenon in the uh, in the world of in in the world of extra paranormal stuff because uh, they they make things that are specifically designed to do that to take recordings and that pick up things that the human ear can't hear and they're actually called uh, EVP EVP recorders.
0: Which we actually picked up not too long
1: ago. Yeah, is that my segue to start talking? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, we got that. Uh, for those of you who don't know back home, EVP stands for electronic voice phenomenon, um, and that is basically—I mean, you summed it up pretty pretty well. It's basically uh, sounds that the human ear can't necessarily pick up, um, whether they're higher frequencies. I don't really know that science behind it. I just know that it takes voices in the real world or sounds in the real world that the human ear can't pick up, and then makes them, puts them to a frequency that we can hear. Yeah,
1: and then either amplifies them or something. I don't know how the science works behind it, but needless to say, I don't think that we've discovered anything quite that groundbreaking yet from that. (laughs) Yeah,
0: we haven't. We haven't um, solved any. Serious dead people things, but we have not really. We've used it a little bit, yeah, and we've we've caught some cool stuff. I haven't. I don't think we've caught anything where we could make out the words, but we've definitely caught stuff that's been like sent chills down my spine. I've been like, I didn't absolutely.
1: We we definitely like sat in a. Remember that one time we were sitting sitting in your cabin and we were just using it. We just took it out of the box and like it was definitely. I could, you couldn't make out any words. But it was definitely something that like we didn't hear that wasn't either of us
0: yeah it's just it's just fun fun stuff like that you know yeah. I don't know. i we we really haven't gotten the time to break it out but we will and we'll yeah. hopefully our goal is actually since we're on the radio right now our goal is to take our evp recordings and kind of incorporate them into the show once we get some cool stuff um, yeah
1: if we get anything cool for you guys we'll definitely we'll definitely shoot that on our show
0: yeah we'll be able to upload it on here give you a little stuff to listen to i don't know It'll be cool. Yeah. Needless to say, it'll be interesting. But yeah, so um, I guess that's the segue to the kind of grand finale twist ending that um, M. Night Shyamalan is known for.
1: Yeah, the good old Shyamalan twist.
0: Yeah. And boy, this...
1: I can't believe that's not a dance yet.
0: (laughs) We can make it one. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you can. I
1: can't dance. (laughs) <laughs>
0: Alright um, I beg to differ But that's for another time <laughs> um, well, Shamal Okay Yeah So This is arguably I I mean For me it definitely is The Best twist I've ever seen In a movie
1: Me too I would say
0: I did not see it coming And I watched it Watching it the second time I feel so stupid For not seeing it coming Because it's so obvious Staring you in the face but I mean, yeah. Again, and I'm looking.
1: Said, I knew I knew that something was kind of fishy the whole movie, even though that I wasn't. I, I was watching it for the first time, so like I obviously didn't know to the end. But I knew that like he clearly, like didn't. And I could tell that he didn't really like interact with his wife really whatsoever. And That something was definitely a little bit off there.
0: Yeah, and you know, it's it's one of those movies too where after you watch it. And you realize, oh, he's been dead the whole time. You start thinking of all these things that you. I mean, after watching it the first time, you think, oh, well, if he was dead the whole time, how did he do this? And how did he do this? And how did he do this? But then, if you watch it again, thinking those things, he doesn't do any of that. Like he doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't talk to anybody else except um, what Cole. Cole's the only one that That's talks to. Him. Wild. And and right, because you don't really pick up on that in the movie.
1: Yeah, I didn't. I didn't really even pick up on that until you just said it. But pro- like, if I went to rewatch it again, I'd probably be like, "Holy cow, I was so dumb!" Like, no, this guy was acting so weird. That's exactly <laughs> how it is.
0: And the problem, though, it's obviously it's again, it's filmed to make this twist ending so much better. But I just want to take a part of the movie that is gonna kind of ruin it. But that's okay. That's what we're about here.
1: Yeah, <laughs> doing no. <ruining> good things.
0: <laughs> um, so the part I don't know if you remember this, but when he, when Malcolm is, he, this is after he's dead. Um, he's sitting in the I I don't know what it is. I guess it's the living room of Cole's house, and he's sitting with Cole's mom. Like they're they're sitting in both in chairs that are facing each other, right? And Cole comes home. Yeah. Cole comes home. And they aren't talk like they they aren't talking. We don't show them talking. She's just sitting there. And Cole comes home, and she gets up and greets Cole, and they talk for a little bit, and then Cole and then Cole's mom leaves, and Cole and then this is when they play that game where like if I can read your mind, one step closer. You know, remember that? Yeah. Part? So my question is for that part. My question becomes, what if he? If Malcolm doesn't know he's dead, right? Yeah. And um and Cole's mom, can't see him and doesn't know he's there. What were they right. doing in that room? Before yeah, Cole got there. That's, what that's were, a good point. They were just sitting in silence ever since he got there. He they never said a word to each other and they were just sitting in silence. <laughs> like I mean Uh, There's only so many things you can do, though, in a
1: movie when you have your main character being
0: dead. No, I I know. (laughs) That's exactly what I'm saying. That's why I'm saying, like, they had to film it that way. But there's so many, like, things that you, after you watch it, you think about. And, like, another thing is, did he just let himself into their house all those times? Yeah. Because she obviously didn't answer the door for him, and he obviously didn't ghost through the door because then he knew he was dead
1: maybe he was just very comfortable with the family
0: I, I mean it could be, it very well could be that that's it I
1: I don't I don't know they're all good, it's all good questions my, my question which you actually brought up earlier to me was uh does Cole know that 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 dr Malcolm is dead
0: that I don't have an answer that's why I asked you I mean we can yeah. debate it all you want what do you think
1: I don't know I mean I really have no clue because like I'm gonna go with Cole doesn't know Dr. Malcolm's dead.
0: And why? Why do you think that?
1: Because I said so.
0: You do you just that's just what you're going with? You don't have uh, any yeah, reason? Yeah, that's
1: really just my hunch. I really have no idea.
0: So you say he Because
1: if I because if because if I was dead or if I knew that someone was dead, I probably would not let them drive me all over town and hang out with them all the time.
0: Well he never drove. That's right. They took the bus. Yeah, Malcolm never Grant. drove anywhere. Um, really? He? I don't. Did he, did he even have it? a car? I don't think he ever had a car. When he even no, when he you was I, I never just s- remember that.
1: As soon as you said, it. I guess I just assumed he drove, but yeah. he did take the bus. He to just the, walked everywhere to the girl's funeral.
0: But that brings up. <laughs> this is another. I. I. This is kind of off topic, but it's not at the same time. It's another little blooper, blooper I caught. That's kind of funny. Um, when they you know when. Cole is sitting in the car with his mom and he finally tells her that he can see dead people. It's like that big dramatic yeah. scene. You know how there ain't all that traffic? Yeah. All the cars are empty. Were they? Like, obviously empty. There's just no one in any of the cars.
1: I didn't catch that at It's all. hilarious. It's so funny.
0: <laughs> I didn't catch it the first time I watched it, but I watched it back. And I was like, wait a minute. All these cars, all the cars are, are empty. Super
1: duper empty. Yeah.
0: it was so weird. I just got that. But anyway, weird. um so you think that Cole doesn't know he's dead?
1: I think Cole doesn't know he's dead.
0: So I I would say that too, but I'm just going to play devil's advocate here just to get a conversation going. All right. Um if he doesn't know he's dead, right? How yeah. I just don't understand he he when he when uh Cole says I see dead people, he says that Um, he tells Malcolm, I forget what the exact line is, but it goes something like, I see the ghosts, they can't see each other, but they know I see them, or something like that. Basically because
1: they only see what they want to see.
0: Yeah, so basically what he's saying is the ghosts can't see each other, but they also can't communicate with anyone but him. Or other people who can see ghosts, who is no one in this oh, movie? Oh,
1: which that that makes sense because that because Malcolm can't see the other ghosts.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. That wasn't supposed to be a uh, brain.
1: No, I, I'm just <laughs> making connections in my head.
0: Got gotcha. I got that you. I got you. Um. So where was I going with that? Okay. So if he if um Malcolm knows knowing that like we know that Malcolm knows that. Yeah. Malcolm has that figured out that they can't see each other and they're and, and he obviously knows that when they're dead they have that they they show how they've died, like the girl throwing up or the guy with his head blasted or whatever.
1: And like the three people hanging.
0: Yeah, he knows that when he sees them, they're in the state that they died in. Yeah. So how did he never see Malcolm's back?
1: That's a good
0: question. (laughs) Like Malcolm, we've got that big at the end, the um, big twist ending where Malcolm looks behind him and he sees, "Oh, I have the bullet wound and all the blood on my back." Yeah, all of
1: a sudden he's he's bleeding profusely.
0: That's the first question. There's another question that comes with that, but the first question is Malcolm or Cole never saw Malcolm's back. Which is possible because Malcolm's wearing a jacket a lot or whatever. That's Yeah, that's Malcolm, did,
1: Malcolm was wearing an, an, an overcoat for yep. most of the movie.
0: That is very possible. So, okay. There's one. Um, and the second question is, this isn't really a, does Malcolm know he's alive? But it's just a plot question. Alright, I guess it's a flaw because it's not really a question. I already answered it. What? How, <laughs> how is there no blood on the front of Malcolm's shirt?
1: Yeah. Yeah, well, because got... that'd be so hard to hide the front of his shirt <laughs> for the whole movie. <laughs> I know,
0: but it's like he obviously <laughs> yeah. got shot. And... No,
1: exactly. I, I noticed that, too, at the end. It kind of looked like the bullet hole in his stomach was, like, dry, and then he turned around and it just, just
0: completely like
1: a peanut butter and jelly sandwich.
0: <laughs> a jelly, He bit a bit jelly donut and it all spilled out on the back of him.
1: <laughs> Literally, though. Or, like, he ran over a jelly donut with his car or something. <laughs> I just... something with Something with raspberry jelly.
0: I mean, I understand and I give um, Shyamalan tons of credit because it's so hard to write a good twist where you don't see it coming. And he he accomplished that, but there are a lot of things that you go after you watch it again or you just go back and think about it. There are a lot of things that are like... Yeah, because the the first
1: time through the movie seemed kind of... I'm telling you what, it was a perfect movie the first time through because the first time through you weren't paying any attention to why there wasn't a... Bullet hole or something, yep. and then all of a sudden at the end, you're like, "Oh, that's why everything was kind of just a little bit weird in the whole thing." Yeah,
0: no, it, it, and I'm not, I'm not bringing the movie down. It's one of my favorites. It really is. Yeah, it really it's one of my favorites. So I'm not bringing it down by any means. I'm just raising questions. That's what we're all about.
1: Exactly. Yeah, you got to expose things. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> but not in the way that you all are thinking right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're terrible. But, but yeah, I mean You're terrible.
1: I, I thought I thought it was a perfect movie. Honestly when 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 Cole was, was telling talking to his mother at the end about the grandmother, like it, it almost I've never cried from a movie and it almost brought tears to my eyes. I thought I thought that moved me a little
0: yeah, bit. Uh, so on the note of Adam crying, um just you can, you can write that down. Like Adam
1: is going. Adam cried. We're <laughs> gonna take
0: a quick break, um so he can gather his emotions and we'll be right back. <laughs> and you're back here with the Ghost Goons. I'm James. And I'm Adam. And we're talking about the sixth sense. And we left off talking about if we think Cole knows that Malcolm is dead. And I played Devil's Advocate saying that I I argued that Cole thinks he's dead and knows he's dead through the whole movie. But I don't necessarily think that, but I gave that argument. So I'll let you, Adam, give the other side because you think that the other side. So take it away.
1: All right. All right. So you certainly had evidence for the other side. But I think that there's one piece of very strong evidence leaning towards that Cole doesn't think that Dr. Malcolm is dead. And that is throughout the whole movie, Uh, Cole is— Completely and utterly petrified of anyone who is dead and won't even won't even go, go near them, let alone communicate with them at all. The only reason why he started talking to the dead people was because Dr. Malcolm told him that that might be worth a shot. But before that, he just gets petrified and scared and just hides in his fort up until he thinks that they're gone, until he can't see his breath anymore.
0: <laughs> he kind of sounds like you, dude.
1: Oh, I I know. (laughs) Cole's a lot like me. He's like a young
0: me, hiding in your fort.
1: (laughs) Yep. No, that's I can see my breath.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's uh, that's the same argument I would have for that side. I just think that if if he knew that um, Malcolm was dead, he wouldn't be so accepting to him and so comfortable around him. I mean, he probably. Given, given that Malcolm's injury isn't, like, disgusting like most of the other people's, I can see where uh, Cole might not be terrified of him, but I also don't think that he would accept him. I think he'd still be f- afraid of him.
1: Exactly, because he did not not only – I don't know where I was going with that, but a lot of the people who he did see had been hung or burned one scene that I liked a lot in this movie that kind of kind of went unnoticed was right before the play when Cole was was, getting, was in the dressing room getting made up and he was talking to someone and then Malcolm comes in and says, who are you talking to? And then that lady with sort of the grotesque face just gets up and leaves and is sort of brushed off. I like that scene a lot. Well, I'm not quite sure why. Well, I'm
0: not going to, I don't mean to correct you, but I'm still going to correct you. Um, okay. Actually, it wasn't Malcolm who walked in. It was his teacher. Oh, his that's right. I, I didn't in, remember that. And then after... And I
1: just shot in the dark there. Yeah,
0: right after there, he says, you know, this half of the school was burnt down and they rebuilt it. And, and you're he like, says, "And he says, I know. And, yeah, and he's like, I know, because he was literally just talking to one of the people who died. But Gotcha, yeah. Speaking of the teacher, let's go back to that scene when he's talking to the teacher in the classroom.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs>
0: Before we really know what's wrong with him, and he starts just yelling at him, don't look at me that way, don't yes. look at me that way. <laughs> I couldn't, like... How, how creepy that is, I couldn't help but laugh hysterically.
1: It was kind of funny because he was like picking on the teacher's stutter that he had in yeah. grade school.
0: He's, what was he saying? Um,
1: was it Stuttering Stanley?
0: Stuttering Stanley, yeah, and then his teacher starts to stutter. I don't know <laughs> why, but like I... He's like
1: yelling at the kid. He's like, it's, st- 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 stop calling, calling me that.
0: I don't know why, but it just made me think of South Park for some reason. Like, it just that. seemed like...
1: South Park, honestly, probably made fun of that at some point. It just point. seems like a
0: South Park moment, moment right there. <laughs> yeah. As just, it was like some comedic... It was really serious and really creepy, but at the same time, it was like comedic relief.
1: Yeah, definitely, because... I don't know. It, it was, though. I know what you mean. <laughs>
0: definitely, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. That's a good way. Well, that's, that's a good jam yeah. in there. <laughs> yeah, Definitely. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so I think that I'm going to say pretty confidently that Cole didn't know Malcolm was dead.
1: I'm going to agree with you, and I'm glad that you played devil's advocate because we yeah. agree with each other too much.
0: <laughs> exactly. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thanks. I'll, I'll take my applause later. We can hold the applause to the good. end. But another point that I want to, i actually it's a question, I don't really know this but at the so Cole realizes oh I shouldn't be afraid of them they just want help right and he starts being comfortable with them does it doesn't show Malcolm getting helped does it like like I know Malcolm realizes I'm dead but it doesn't after he realizes that that's the end right he doesn't end up talking to Cole anymore yeah,
1: that, I, I, I thought that's where it was going to go until I looked after he realized that he was dead and saw that there wasn't any time left in the movie. I thought, because he said, he told his wife to go to sleep and said, it'll all be different tomorrow. And I thought that he was going to go to Cole because Cole could see him and tell him to tell his wife, I'm sorry, or something, or that you were never second, or some one of those iconic lines that he did say in the movie that his wife couldn't hear.
0: Wait, 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 wait. I at the end when when he realizes he's dead, he says that to his wife. He says it'll all be different yeah. tomorrow. Yeah, I didn't catch that. Is that like how it ends? Uh,
1: it, it kind of. I don't remember the exact line it ends on, but that that was what he said to his wife as she was going to bed. I'm pretty sure that actually is how it ended. Cause it might have ended with with them saying good night to each other. Yeah,
0: she was talking like, in her sleep, right? And then yeah. She drops the ring, and then he realizes, holy crap, I'm dead.
1: And then he goes to open that door with the red handle.
0: And the bookcase is in front of it, or the little table, right? Yeah. And then that's how it ends, right? There's nothing else after that.
1: No, he he goes back to her, and he says, and then he says that, and then she in her sleep says, good night, Malcolm.
0: And that's the end?
1: And then it's the end.
0: Okay, you know that may—that's actually a really good point. That—that that quote that you said. What was it again? What does he say to her? It'll all be different tomorrow. Uh,
1: go to sleep. It'll all be different tomorrow. Not it'll all be better, but it'll all be different tomorrow.
0: That may be implying that he goes to Cole and tells him that.
1: I, th- I I wish it did it though. I, I wish that yeah. he went to tell Cole just so there was like some closure. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, because I mean, right before that scene, you see Cole telling his mom about his grandma.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like his
0: grandma visits and so him and tells that, that
1: was nice. And his mom thought that his mom said Cole, that's so wrong. And then he busted out that oh, she was her, at your her dance. Answer to your question on her grave was every
0: day. Yeah, that was that. <laughs> I was bust on you before for that, but that was really sad. You're right. That, no, that was that was good. That was very good. That tugged at the heartstrings a little bit. Absolutely. But that could have that could have the reason that that was there could be because it was implying that that's what Malcolm was going to do. He was going to start yeah. telling Cole to talk to um, his wife for him. But again, I think you're right. If there was a little closure, it would have been better. I agree. Anyway,
1: well, that's a not a whole necessarily because it's got it's got us talking about it.
0: <laughs> that's a that's a whole different movie though.
1: Yeah, that's that's, that's wife uh, talking to her dead husband. The, that's the Seventh Sense.
0: <laughs> the sick. I don't think it's quite <laughs> seventh. Six and a half.
1: Oh yeah, six point two. Six point
0: six and a half cents. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, but I don't know. I, I hate movies that don't have closure, dude. <laughs> yeah, See, that's, I know. That's I really why I,
1: thought that it was going... I really thought that there was going to be one more scene where Malcolm went to Cole.
0: That's why I didn't remember the ending, because there was no closure. It just kind of ended. It kind of just
1: dropped off <laughs> yeah, right there. Was, he realized he was dead, and he was like, oh, darn it.
0: Well, we're at. Yeah. And, like, they... It's kind of touched upon, but it's not at the same time. When after Malcolm or after Cole helps the ghosts, they leave. They they leave. Right. They don't go to Earth anymore. They go to heaven. Yeah, or whatever. yeah. So, what? Maybe Malcolm was. Malcolm was Malcolm's Malcolm's main problem was his wife, right? Uh
1: yeah, yeah.
0: So then, I guess. That wasn't quite solved at all, actually. (laughs) No. (laughs) It wasn't at all. Okay, never mind.
1: (laughs) Did you think it was?
0: Well, no, I just thought. I mean, he realizes he's dead, but nothing changes with him and his wife. So he didn't go to heaven after the end. He's still
1: dead, and his wife is still. That's gotta be a hard thing to watch, though. If you think that your wife is cheating on you, when really. When in actuality, you're dead.
0: Yeah. No, that. That. Really, though, that's. Really hard thing There's to do. There's just watch. so
1: many great sub stories in this movie. Just that, that whole thing with the wife cheating on Malcolm and then where uh where Cole's mom where they where the doctors think that she's beating him.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no, you're right, there are. And uh <laughs> you know the part this this is another question that I don't really get. So the ghosts obviously they people other than Cole can't see them. Yeah. But they can interact with the physical world. Like, his grandma kept moving that pen or whatever. Yeah. And Malcolm broke the glass at that one point in the store because she was about his wife was about to kiss that guy. Yeah. So, are they... I just don't... I, it's hard to, for me... Because it seems like most of the ghosts that we see, other than the main character ghost being Malcolm, they're stuck in a loop. Yeah. Like, every ghost we see is saying, like, like the one guy says, come on, let's go play with my dad's shotgun. Because that's probably what he said right before he got his face blown off.
1: Okay, yeah, and I then, see what
0: you're saying. And then the man. girl throwing up saying, I'm feeling better now. Like, they're not actually really communicating with him. They're just kind of saying stuff. But then here we have Malcolm, yeah. who doesn't, who's like, you, you mistake him for a real person. Yeah, yeah. And obviously the grandma's like that too because she's telling.
1: Yeah, she comes to interact with, with Cole. But but at the same time, she maybe there's just things that, that the ghosts tend to do because at the same time she keeps moving the the, the pendant because the mom asked Cole if if he took her grandma or her mother's pendant again, which implies that she's moved it before too.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's another. that's another point with the grandma. She obviously knows she's dead. Yeah. So I guess some of them know, even though Cole said that none of them know they're dead, I guess some of them do.
1: Yeah. It probably all depends on, like, the circumstances. Because I assume that the grandma must have attended her own funeral, or at least been there when, they, when she was getting put in there because, because her daughter... She she answered her daughter's question. Yeah. So it, it kind of I don't know. Obviously, I feel like Malcolm did it. Yeah, didn't Malcolm something like that.
0: <laughs> Malcolm went on a, on a vacation after he was shot. I guess. Yeah, I guess.
1: The other thing I wanted to point out too, when you said it, when you talked about the girl throwing up, and then she said, and then when he comes back, remember she she said, uh, "I feel better now." Yeah. I thought... That I didn't realize until you just said it, too. But that's because that... Uh, was that her mother who was feeding her cleaning? Yep. Cleaning supplies in her soup. So mm-hmm. if she had thrown up, she would have actually felt a lot better. Yeah. I well, didn't understand that oh, until no. right now.
0: <laughs> well, I think the reason... Like, I'm just putting pieces together. I don't really know if this is completely true or not. But looking at the girl he saw who cut, slit her wrists and she's sl- her wrists are slit and the guy yeah. who shot his face off or the back of his head off um it's it's kind of evident to me that they're in the state they were when they died
1: alright that's so, fair enough
0: so I feel like she must have died profusely vomiting because she was so ill from the cleaning products and mm. maybe I don't know and and when you and and not end (laughs) it's sorry it's my um it's my college accent
1: yeah
0: um when like right after she says that because that's the first ghost he talks to she says um I'm feeling better now then we go to he goes to her funeral right and he yeah. gets the tape and they watch the tape and the first thing she says in the tape is I'm feeling better now to the mom does she? yeah she says and it's like the exact same words like exact same oh. sound and everything she's like I'm feeling better now and and um then she's like can I go outside and play and That's the mom's right. like yeah. the mom's she like said,
1: oh you know how you get sick in the afternoon yeah. because she feeds her poison yeah oh my jinkies <laughs> we solved the case the daughter died because the mom was feeding her poison
0: holy crap we should be detectives who would have thought no that was another really emotional scene though right there
1: yeah well and then before we we get too emotional I was gonna say and then in actuality the mom they pulled off the mask and it was old man Jenkins but go on
0: (laughs) (laughs) and then he said I would have gotten away for it if, if it wasn't you mess. Uh, what is it? Meddling kids. Meddling kids. <laughs> <laughs> Meddling Cole. Meddling kid. Uh, gotcha. Yeah. That. But that. That scene with the dad is really sad. Yeah, it's very sad. Just watching that tape. Imagine just a random little boy just gives you something, and he's like, "It's from your dead daughter," and you watch it. Yeah, that's
1: the other thing that I thought that if I was. If I was in that vulnerable state where I just lost someone as near to me as a daughter and some little boy came to me and handed me that tape, I would probably honestly, and said that your daughter wanted you to have this, or your daughter wanted to tell you something, I probably would have no, like, second thoughts about it. I'd probably just take it for whatever it was and say, sure, let me see that. I want to see whatever my daughter had to say. But in reality, like... I don't think I'd be that skeptical at all. You know what I mean? Even yeah. though it's something very strange and out of the ordinary, he was kind of very psychologically vulnerable at that point. Oh
0: yeah, I would. I would definitely take it and watch. I don't know if I'd necessarily watch it right there in front of yeah everyone yeah. at the I might funeral save it for
1: later after the funeral. Yeah,
0: but I would definitely take it. And I mean, there may even be, he may have even known that it was his daughter's because that was like a really nice box it was in, and he may have yeah been like, "Oh, this was my daughter's. Maybe this is legit." Yeah,
1: but um, I'm also assuming that he had no idea who Cole was.
0: Oh, yeah, no, he definitely didn't know who Cole was.
1: Okay, just making sure. Just yeah, making
0: sure. he didn't know. He had no idea who Cole was. Yeah. And that yeah. was that was before we knew Malcolm was dead, right?
1: Correct, yeah. And he, again, doesn't interact with anyone at that party. He's always just standing a little bit behind yeah. Cole.
0: Yeah, 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 he doesn't talk to anyone. Again, the only, it's just, when you're looking at it, and after you know he's dead and he's not interacting with anyone, it gets, like, really – there are a lot of parts that just don't add up. Yeah. <laughs> like like I brought up before when him sitting in the study. and then yeah, also, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what was the other part? There was another part to me. I don't know. Anyway, we're going to take, really a, we gotta take a break he here. We it. got to take a quick break, <laughs> an infomercial break. We'll be right back.
1: Stay tuned. All right, so we're the ghost Who's back talking about The Sixth Sense once again. And I think we've pretty much summed up all the all the parts, all the plot holes that we saw, all the parts that we thought were very interesting. So I'm going to go ahead and ask you real quick, James, what did uh, you think?
0: Well, um, I mean, just to sum up what I've said before, I think that it is the best plot twist of any movie I've ever seen. One, two, um, the quote "I see dead people" is in. It's in my top ten of best quotes, movie quotes. It's been rated from a couple different sources. One, it was like forty out of a hundred. Another, it was hundred out of a hundred. And it's, it's it's up in the top one hundred for pretty much everyone. One of the most iconic quotes. Um, so with that, actually, and that, I have
1: something to say about that too. Because when I was watching the movie, I actually. I've heard the quote a bunch of times, but never in context because this was obviously the first time I saw the movie, and I did in fact get goosebumps.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah, it's just such a. Did you know it was from this movie?
1: No, I didn't. I had no idea. I was like, "Oh, wow, that's why. It's, that's why everyone says that quote, and that's why I've heard
0: it without even seeing the movie." <laughs> yeah, no, it's just such a good quote. Um, yeah. So with those two things in mind, and then just the the just I can't even explain like. It's written so well. It's got, it's it's scary, but at the same time, it's not scary. It's got that side of like drama and romance and sadness. Like it's got like a notebook aspect to it. Um, yeah, fair enough. A little bit and you of throw in comedy in there. Yeah, it's there. There's a little comedy, um, and then you throw in. It's almost like a mystery movie too. You're trying yeah. to solve. It's, it feels like you're trying to solve one big crime yep. at the same time. So you put all that together, it's just, it's, it's got your attention the whole time. Yeah. So with all that I in agree. mind, with all that in mind, I'm probably, I'm giving it, uh, an 8.72 out of 10.
1: That's not a bad rating at all. I'd say, <laughs>
0: I feel like I've given a little, little
1: obscure, yeah. but not bad.
0: Well, I feel I because I feel like I've given a lot of movies like eight point five. So this one, this one's probably higher than the yeah. rest. I think I think this is the best one we've watched so far.
1: I would agree, personally. Not
0: not necessarily the scariest, just the all around best. Yeah. For if you're going to watch a movie for scare factor, um, this one probably isn't your movie. It's creepy and it gives you chills and it's kind of like uneasy. Um, but there, there are a lot more like movies that'll scare you better than this one. This one's just
1: yeah. You don't need you. This is not one to watch with girls. This one's to watch when you want to watch a good movie.
0: Yeah, exactly. This is this is one to watch with like some bros who respect movies or just something like that. Not not one Absolutely. to just, not one to make it hard to sleep.
1: Yeah. Well, thank you for asking me, but I would also give this movie a decently high rating. I think I'm going to go as high as a 9 on this one, though.
0: You are? You're welcome, by the way.
1: Yeah, yeah, I really do appreciate it. I was kind of hoping you'd forget so I didn't have to listen to you. What was that?
0: I said I was kind of hoping you'd forget so I didn't have to listen to you talk anymore.
1: Oh, well, I'll never forget. (laughs) I have the memory of an elephant. Continue. However, I... Some reasons, some reasons to justify it, though. One, as you said, the story. Two, as you said, the quote, obviously. There were some good quotes that hit me pretty hard. Three, the scene with the mom was the first movie that ever made me feel some sort of emotion.
0: <laughs> You've never
1: felt fear? And I, I, I thought that was great, honestly. I was like, holy cow.
0: You've never and, felt uh, fear in a movie four, or I anything? Just, I just
1: really liked the idea. The whole the writing, the shots. There were some great shots in this. There was some some beautiful scenery.
0: Yeah. Are you going to answer well, my question or are you kidding. avoiding it? What? Are you going to ask my question? I didn't even hear answer your question. Huh? I was
1: too I was too enthralled by the movie. <laughs> what was your question again?
0: You said this is the first movie that's made you feel an emotion. I've said I said you've never felt fear from a movie.
1: Oh, no. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I don't get scared ever. Yeah, me neither. Or anything.
0: Me neither. <laughs> I was just making <laughs> no, I was just man. testing you. I was making sure.
1: They call me Stonewall Adam. <laughs> they everyone
0: I've heard I've heard a lot of people call you that
1: I know everyone does I'm surprised you've heard me call, be called anything else
0: yeah well I mean I've heard you call your stage name Adam Stonewall's your real yeah. name
1: yeah exactly so Stonewall okay co
0: Adam Co if I'm on stage so to <laughs> sum up this week's episode Adam I have a story for you all right let's hear it Oh man, this isn't this isn't scary. This is just something that you'll appreciate. I hope it'll go it'll go really well with the ghostcoons. So, alright, let's hear it. So this Tuesday, I think I did the most nerdy thing I've ever done in my life. Alright, let's hear it. I waited outside of Best Buy. Uh, Best Buy opens at ten. I got there at like eight in the morning. Yeah. And Waited outside. For them to open the doors I think
1: I know what you're going
0: to say For the release of Jurassic World
1: Jurassic
0: World <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I waited <laughs> in the line And I was waiting behind two very nice 80 year old gentlemen with oxygen tanks And they were talking to me Really? Yeah they were talking to me about how much they love the movie And they're going to wait here as long as I need to To get their copy Neat. And boy it was worth it I got the collector's edition Of course. Yeah. So I got like the, the, um, it's like a tin case and it's got the 3D, Blu-ray, DVD, digital, iTunes. 3D? Oh, yeah. Do you
1: even have a 3D TV?
0: Nope. Perfect. But we're going to have to get one now.
1: Yeah. You have to make sure it's big though because there has to be room for dinosaurs in it.
0: Yeah, well, I'm just going to get a 3D projector and we'll just put that one in the theater.
1: Perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That'd be honestly sick if we could be like running around with the dinosaurs.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Virtual reality movie?
1: That's not bad. Yeah, one for like the Oculus Rift Rift movies.
0: Yeah, they actually have those. Do they? Well, not actually. Like, um, I was using the Oculus Rift, and there's like this thing you can download, and it's to watch movies in it. But what it is is, it's like literally a giant movie theater. It looks like it looks like you're in this huge movie theater. It's
1: funny.
0: It's sweet, and you can like get cl- really close to the screen or really far away. It's pretty cool. That's wild. But, yeah, so we'll be watching that probably 20 times this week.
1: Yeah. I've already watched
0: it twice since Tuesday.
1: Yeah, so get ready for next week because we're going to be doing Jurassic World 20 times.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, next week is our grand finale. For Yeah,
1: not really finale, but finale for October. For
0: Halloween October, and we're going to do Halloween, obviously.
1: So, get, so strap in.
0: Yeah. It's going to be a bumpy ride on that one. I haven't seen that movie absolutely. in so long.
1: Neither have I. I'm actually excited to watch it again.
0: Yeah, me too. From what I remember, that one's pretty scary.
1: Yeah. It's anticipical. T- anticip- anticipical?
0: <laughs> That'll be one that you need your blanket really close to your face and your hand uh, ready to absolutely. minimize it. You'll need to minimize that one a lot, I'm sure. Okay, are you? I guess I guess that silent treatment means that you're done talking.
1: Yeah, just about. <laughs> okay, I, I was hoping you'd pick up on that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I got you, man. I got you. So um, yeah. I guess you can check us out if you like Stonewall Adam. If you want to check him out, his personal Instagram is non-existent. It's
1: Stonewall Adam at Instagram.
0: No, you don't. His Instagram is non-existent. He doesn't even own an Instagram. It's, embar- no, it's embarrassing, understand.
1: but you could email me at stonewalladam at gmail.com.
0: <laughs> I'm going to be sending you an email. Hopefully. All right. So, um, yeah, so you can look us up on Facebook, um, facebook.com slash Uh this You is... can shoot us
1: an email <laughs> at Goons at gmail.com, or if you want my personal stonewalladam at gmail.
0: I'm glad you picked up on that cue. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, Instagram, Twitter. I don't know if
1: you want to tell them about our Instagram and our Snapchat and all that, but we're the Ghost Goons on all that jazz.
0: Yeah, all of that stuff, the Ghost Goons, and we, what the heck yep. is going on over there?
1: Oh, yeah, someone's riding a motorcycle pretty loud <laughs> out there. That was so loud.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like you blew your nose, like, really loud. <laughs> That's what it like. Well, I did like.
1: that, too, but. <laughs>
0: all right. So, I, I, yeah, that's all we got for you this week. Um, Six Sense, definitely watch it. It's definitely a good one.
1: Yep, I think that's a wrap. So uh, let's go goon some ghosts.
0: 18- plus.